All right. Howdy, howdy. Let's get rowdy. I thought I'd touch on something today that's a little bit it's controversial. Like, ooh, shit, controversial. I'm going to go there anyway, and I'm going to talk about religion. <laughs> it's something that um, has been a real teacher in my life. However, that's not what I'm going to get into about my life. I want to talk about, you know, one of the things I love about NLP is the there's so many facets to it. There's so many layers to it. And that when you actually start to break down language and the processes that we all have in regards to our thoughts and our communication with self and others, you know, you start to open up a whole new world, a new way of thinking, a new way of seeing the world. And that's where the growth is, right? So what has this got to do with religion? Let's link this together. Alison, let's get on with it. You know, um, the beautiful thing about learning NLP is that you start to open your mind to the idea that there is no black and white. Everything is gray. Everything. You know, there's no absolutes because everything that you see, everything that you believe is all through the lens of your perception. You create your reality. So what is true for you may not be true for me. However, that doesn't make it false either. It's, it's neither. It's not true and it's not false. It just is, right? And now the thing, how this leads into religion and my thoughts on religion is because any religion, any ism <laughs> is going to have a, a dichotomy, a my way or their way, our way or that way. And it's not, it, it's not always so um, brazen um, in its, you know, pushing it on people. That's not what all religions are about. And so I'm certainly not religion bashing in that way. There are a lot of religions that teach um, having love and acceptance and respect for all living beings. And so tell me then, if you are part of that religion, let's say, for example, and you don't believe that all living beings deserve your love, respect, acceptance. So then where does that leave you? Because you're either all in or you're all out, aren't you? You know what I mean? And when you're not all in in a religion, whilst many people um, walk that line of I'm a religious person and I believe these things, then they, you know, in quiet, in their private lives or whatever, they do other things that may not be um, loved and accepted by their chosen religion. You know, what that does is create this inner turmoil, doesn't it? Because no religion has actually got it to a point where what you believe in 
is simply yourself. Nobody external, no external being, no deity, no hierarchy of, of people. The, the soul um, core of the belief system is that you believe in yourself. And there's no actual religion that has that. There is always a set of rules that dictates, isn't there? And as long as there's a set of rules, we're sort of delving a little bit into um, value systems now within society or um, in some places it's called spiral dynamics. Anything that's got those sets of rules in, in, a, in an effort to provide some security and some, you know, foundations with which to build on and to keep chaos from taking over, anything that has those things is within a values level four. That's where it starts anyway, is needing to calm the chaos, needing to provide some security for people who, who want that certainty of knowing where the walls are, knowing the limits, knowing the right and the wrong. But the right and the wrong is what can keep us stuck because we are scared to, um, you know, look at what we may be capable of because does it fit in the right and the wrong? And if it's wrong, then what does that mean for me as a, as a person? Who am I connected to? Who am I accepted by? Who am I loved by? Who am I rejected by? And it's only in those grey areas where you actually find true connection with people. Yes, you can have you can have really deep connections in the right and in the wrong, in the black and in the white. Hundred percent. Yes, you're right. You can have those deep uh, connections with people. However, it is dependent upon you staying on that side of the fence, isn't it? The minute you sort of question that and go, you know what, I love most of what you're saying. Except, you know, there's a few bits there I'm just just not down with. I'm not down with that. And straight away there's a tiniest little fracture that's created in that connection. And that's what that sort of black and white thinking leads us to. You're either all in or you're all out. There are no degrees, you know, and that can cause so much uncertainty and disruption within your natural flow. When you are, you know, moving through life and wanting to figure out who you are and what you feel and what you're capable of and what kind of legacy you want to leave behind, if you are bound by a black and white world, by a good and bad, good versus evil, then the whole idea of that kind of thinking is to keep people limited and in boxes. Because if we keep people limited, if we keep them in boxes, if we, if we can keep people more or less all the same, those people are easier to control because you can more or less gauge how they're going to act and what they're going to do. So 
in order for us to really break out of that, we have to be prepared to move our belief system from any system that denotes that there is a one way and move it into something that has a like limitless possibilities, which is what our belief in ourself can be. Because remember, your beliefs is what will motivate you to create the world around you. Now, if you believe that you shouldn't do something because it's bad, then that's the sort of world you're going to create. And that's not always a bad thing either, right? We have societal norms to ensure that everyone stays safe. (laughs) And I get that. This is not what I'm referring to, though. What I'm referring to is what beliefs do you hold on to to keep yourself hidden, to keep yourself playing small, for fear of what other people might think, for fear of being shunned by, you know, the people that are meant to love you and accept you? What if they've, what if they've not explored what they're capable of? What if they're stuck in a black and white world? And I'd love to see a world where we're starting to move towards this living in this melting pot, living in this idea that we can mix everything together. We can take a bit of this, take a bit of that, give a bit of this, give a bit of that, and mix it together and see what we come up with. What have we got to lose, you know, by actually exploring the, the kaleidoscope of options and life that's around us. And you're only going to see the kaleidoscope when you're prepared to break away from the black and the white. Anyway, that's, that's all, I, you know, there's so many rabbit holes there, isn't there? I get that. I'm interested to hear what you think about those things that I brought up today. It's, um, it's a really cool conversation to have amongst open-minded people who are prepared to expand their thinking and not, not settle on, well, this is right, so this is what I'm sticking with. I am always open to hearing other points of view and, and thinking, wow, I've, I've never thought of it that way. That is epic. And it blows out those boundaries in your mind of what you thought was possible. All right, I will catch up with you guys uh, soon. I trust you enjoyed it. Take care. Bye-bye.